And now for something completely different. A radio show about books. Didn't think it through at all. Inconceivable! Is it a kingdom? Is it a pen? Is it a radio? I don't know. Can I just make more funny noises? Thank you. Tarzan of the Apes. Brought to you from out the pages of Edgar Rice Burroughs' immortal book. Oh, wow. In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and been widely regarded as a bad move. And now for your host, Daniel Thompson, a completely underqualified buffoon who has no idea why he's here in the first place. And all were amazed and said, this guy is really good. Do you do children's parties? Hey, everybody, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Kingdom Pen Radio. Yes, kaboom! Boom shackle. Do you smell that? That's the new podcast smell. And hey, it is new, it is fresh, it's just for you, because you are the only one listening. Thank you for being here, the one person listening to this show. You mean a lot to me. I tell you what, you mean a lot to me. We are coming at you weekly with the show with only the best, most professional, most dignified writing content. We've got a guest lineup you would not believe, and free stuff virtually every week. These guests, they have a wealth of knowledge to bestow upon you, which is why, of course, today we are starting out with someone who doesn't write. Well, I mean, he does write, but he's a writer who doesn't write anything. You know him from OEN forums and from the OEN workshops. And if you don't know what OEN is, then no, you have no idea who this person is. But hey, we're going to have some fun. It's our first episode. It's exciting. It's fresh and new. We are going to celebrate with it today. And hey, today's episode is sponsored by Loot Crate. They do stuff, something to do with loots and crates. We'll get to them later. And hey, we're going to jump right in. All I can say is I'm so sorry. You're here because we want the best, and you're it. Nope, couldn't keep a straight face. All right, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) We tried. We tried. Oh, gosh. Can Dobby say something before we begin? Dobby loves you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, podcast! Just the greatest of all gifts! <laughs> hey, everyone. I'm here with Welcome the... Welcome to Kingdom Pen. <laughs> Welcome to Kingdom Pen Radio. I'm here with the specialist guest of all the special guests. Our very first special guest. He is Pope Moose. He hails from Canada. He has 50 moose right now in his backyard. He is a writer... He is a writer who doesn't write anything. King Elisar from the OEN Forum, Ezra Wilkinson. We'll put like some real, like fake people laughing, okay, and clapping and stuff. So okay, it'll, it'll they sound. They need to be fake people. There needs to be. I'd be like the one person at the summer workshop who wouldn't get applause. Yeah, that'd be I'd sad. I'd go up on stage. Like Jeff Gurk, he drinks water. It's actually Gurky. Don't no, don't Gerk. don't. No, it's Gurky. Okay. Well, he's not coming on the show anymore. <laughs> <Should> I, <wow. laughs> 
Well, this guy butchered your name, so you're never going to be on the show now. That's great. No, he's going to refuse. He's going to be like, I heard what he said. So this is actually our second attempt at this podcast because we went like an hour and... And you realized that my microphone was terrible and I got a new one. You got a new one, so now he sounds nice and pretty for all of you to listen. Well, I've always done that. Oh, stop it, you. Oh. <laughs> now, okay, so... You know on... what? It's a good thing we did this because we never did Toad's Besties on our last one. Yes, me and Ezra, we're Toad's Besties. Toad's Besties. And we're, we're raising our pinkies. Yes. I hear, I hear that's, like, really a big deal that people take offense to that in, like, Australia. But we're not in Australia, so it doesn't really matter. No, we're not. You Australians. <laughs> we don't care about you. Okay, Ezra. Hit me, hit yeah. me, hit yes. me with writing wisdom. Hit me with writing wisdom. What writing wisdom do you have? Whack! Okay, um, writing wisdom. Theme is important. Actually, I'm gonna be serious for a second. Theme oh. is ex- extremely important. Like, can you name a TV show or book series that's really popular that doesn't have a theme? Hannah Montana? I, I actually can. I can name Hunger all Games. of them. Hunger Games. I read the Hunger Games, and I'm like, what's the theme? And I hated it. Um, but seriously. You're going to get theme. stoned now. You're going to get stoned. I know. I, People I've never stoned. understood why it's so popular. You know, I, I, re- like, I read the first one, and I was like, okay, this is fine. Like, the second one, it was like, eh. Then the third one was just like, why, why am I here? Yeah, I know. That's what I was like, too. The only thing I did right, and I'm going to thank you, Jeff Gurk, E. Um, <laughs> um, the only thing it did right is it kept reader engagement. That is true. Yeah. I, I did I did want to keep turning the page. And even though I didn't like it, I still kept turning the page. It's like so, a drug. Yeah. I'll give it that. <laughs> we'll give it we'll give it that. So the theme is important. How how the theme long is you, extremely important. When did you start writing, man? Why did you start writing? When and I, why? I started writing like a year and a couple months ago. Oh wow. I had the one year adventure novel curriculum for two years before that, but I never really used it except to watch all the video lessons. <laughs> then my mom booted me onto the forum. Did you did you get that little pun there? Yeah. Cut. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're a funny person. Um, and I thank her for that. Say it. That's the most cliche thing you could say. You're being thanks, serious, mom. and suddenly you're like, thanks, mom. And I'm like, no, thanks, that's cliche. Don't do that. I want to thank my pet alligator, Susan. <laughs> no, she's not my mom. <laughs> she's not my mom. But... My pet alligator Susan had so much to do with the person I am today. Did she bite off your finger? I miss her so much. And I also miss my finger. <laughs> it died with her. She got choked on my finger. <laughs> and died. I had this similar thing happen, except it was a moose that bit off my finger. Yes, that's another question I wanted. Now, now since you're... You never since, answered my last question. You're, since you're Canadian, uh, since you're a Canadian in the land of Canada... Does that mean all your stories are moose-related? Yes, it does, but it's uh, very re- vague, vague references. Like, I think in Chapter 1, I use the letter M. In Chapter 2, I use the letter O twice. In Chapter 3, I use the letter S. <laughs> <laughs> and I think at least in one of the chapters, I use the letter E. So, yeah, moose is involved in some shape or form. Wow, that's a lot of dedication, you know, to your yeah, home it country. Was, it was hard to put it in the right order. <laughs> I bet it was. I had to look it up. Is it double O or single O? Does the O come before the S? Does it start with the E? It was wow. tough. You know, that's the writer life, though. It that's is the, the writer, writer life. life. But that's why I don't write anything, because it's so hard to remember how to spell moves. 
Yeah, I, I love. This is uh, why you need to go on Kingdom Pen, guys. It helps you overcome these difficulties. No. They critique your work for free. You give them their work, your work, and they'll be like, "You didn't put moose in this." That's like all the critique that we give. You didn't use a moose, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> maybe your best That's Daniel's critique. Maybe maybe your main character's dog should actually be a moose. Maybe his name should be Moose. That's good. Yeah. That's that's a good idea. I love I love your writers who don't do any. I I can't gush enough about the writers who don't do anything. Oh, stop gay. it! Yay! Oh. <laughs> At the summer workshop, <laughs> people are going I to get. I watch it and I'm like, how did people even like this? Because I'm like, I can't understand what we're saying. <laughs> so it's pretty true of you. You are you are a writer who doesn't do anything. I do very little as a writer. I'm trying to stop that habit, but you don't. Then I'm like cookies, and then I stop writing. <laughs> because you found cookies. <laughs> yeah. You can't eat. You can't type with one hand. But I love the cookie. Yeah. <laughs> but I want the cookie. <laughs> so, so would you say that cookies are a detriment to your writing life? I'd say that I love them for it, but yes. <laughs> Thank you, cookies. <laughs> Thanks, Bob, and thanks, Cookies. <laughs> okay, well, this podcast needs more moose jokes, so we're we going to take a quick break. We oh, have I was just about to ask when this break comes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the break. You all can go use the bathroom, or you can stick around and listen to the glorious thing, this glorious, terrible thing that's about to hit your ears. Oh, hey there. Welcome to the Canadian Poetry Reading segment of our show. Today we will be reading poem by Furio Lizzie. A moose papoose smooches a goose. Goose lets loose with a knotted noose and strangles moose. Who has no clues that flirty goose was all a ruse. That was the most Canadian poem of all Canadian poems. To submit your own poetry for readings on the show, go online and email us at kingdompenmag at gmail.com with the subject line Kingdom Pen Radio Poetry. Thank you for listening. And we're back. Okay, we actually we didn't actually talk about anything. That was like a two-second break. We took a two-second break. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and play our game because all my other questions were stupid. Like, what do you know? You you asked me what I had for breakfast that morning. That's true. That's like the most professional of all the questions. What? Oh, you you asked me to hit you with some writing knowledge. I thought that was a part in our show where we were professional for a brief moment. What did you have for breakfast? A big, uh, big, really big. I was hungry this morning. Um, so I actually had two. Big moose steaks. Moose steaks. Uh, moose steaks. With to syrup. celebrate Canada Day being last month. And you poured and you poured syrup on your moose steaks. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And um, they were served by Canadian geese on beaver tails. <laughs> um, and I hung a garland of maple leaves around my neck. <laughs> and uh, we did our traditional moose dance. <laughs> which is which is the disco dancing. No, we pretend that we have antlers and can still throw people with them, but more on that later. <laughs> more on that later. Because we're going, we have this. Yeah, we're going to the game. We're going to the game. Okay. So this, this, this is our special game. I came up with it all by myself. 
you and me, we're going to be outlining a novel, okay? Really? I didn't know this. I know, but we're going to do a little bit different from last time, because okay. what we're going to do, this game is called The Ultimate Canadian Love Story. And there's free stuff in it. <sighs> anyway, what we're going to, so what we're going to do is we're going to map out, we're going to map out our protagonist, the love interest, the antagonist, but we're also going to hit the major plot points, like we're going to hit the inciting incident, we're going to hit... Like the embracing major, destiny. The embracing debt. We're going to steal from Oyen. Yes. We can't. Black I, moment and showdown. Black moment show. We're going to we're establish going to the those. Four biggies. The four biggies. So, in the ultimate Canadian love story, who is our hero? Our hero is well. First, we need to do setting. Yeah. What's the setting? Give me the setting. The, se the setting is Canada, roughly um ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what the Canadians were. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> no, so I was born okay, 20 years ago. Um, this is when the Canadians were still evolving from moose because for you uneducated Americans who think that all people evolved from monkeys, you know what? You know what? Science doesn't say that. Science says that Canadians evolved from moose. Um, so this is in the intermediary phase. This is when the male Canadians still had big moose antlers on their heads and the females just had moose fur all over their bodies everywhere. <laughs> it was a weird time. <laughs> okay, so our protagonist is a young moose man. That's what they were called, moose men. Um, and he was born without antlers. He was an abnormality. He was the first of the abnormalities, and his—that's his—that's um, his undeserved misfortune. Is—is is he? Mr. S. Thank you. He's—he's um, a, he's a real person then. Yeah, he's like a real person. You know, he still kind of has hoof-shaped hands and feet. Kind of. Does he have a but tail? But he's, he's well on his way. He has this little small stubby tail. Like a bunny? He, he doesn't show it to anyone because it's in that place. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows about the tail. <laughs> I'm going to get fired now. <laughs> well, you can always edit that out. I'm not. Okay, so so who um, who is who is his love? Well, um... Well, first I need to explain what 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 his situation is. I think. Okay, what's the situation? Because um, he he's he's a social outcast because he doesn't have antlers like everybody, all the other guys, and um, he feels really badly about that, and uh, he like goes to orphanages to cry because he's that kind of person, and all the little children laugh at him for being a freak. That's who he is. <laughs> why 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 are the antlers important? <laughs> well, you see, um, back in this time to win a mate, um, we the Canadians we found it inconvenient to um, continue to butt heads over it physically and metaphorically um, so what we would do is um, to impress a female you'd run up at another male while they're not looking hook up their rear in your antlers and try and toss them over your head and if you get a great distance and the female moose m moose ladies they look at you and go I want that <laughs> yeah, our, that's, our, our female that's what are the female moose called moosettes? No, they're just moose ladies. Moose ladies, okay. Yes, we had some idea of etiquette back then. Okay. Hence so, the horn tossing thing. Obviously. So who is who is who does who's who's the who's the love interest? Well, um, there's this um moose lady who was born, and like the protagonist, she's an abnormality. She um has lost all of her fur. She well, she didn't lose it. She never had it. She never had any fur. Yeah. So unlike all of her um girlfriends, well, she doesn't have any girlfriends. Unlike all the popular girls at Moose School, uh, <laughs> she she doesn't she doesn't have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> and 
she gets laughed at for that. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, I forgot to mention this about the protagonist. And so she and the protagonist um, are very sad about not having these things. And, um, yeah, they meet at some point. But that comes later when we talk about the inciting incident and stuff. Okay, what 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 is? <laughs> I, I I just like to point out. I think it's funny that we're using adventure novel standards when we're doing a romance. <laughs> no, it'll work. It'll, it'll trust work. Me. It'll work. <laughs> trust me. Just just go with it. The showdown. <laughs> so, so what's what's the uh, what's the protagonist's name? His name is Moopley. 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 Moopley the Moose Man. Moopley the Moose Man. And what's her name? Her name is um, Musha. Musha. <laughs> Moopley and Musha. <laughs> now, now <laughs> okay. just, I can hear you walking away from the mic or whatever. Yeah, because I'm standing up. I'm not sitting down. I'm 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 actually standing to do this. Uh, I'm sitting down. I've been standing for like an hour. <laughs> anyway, so who, what's what's the uh what who who's the villain? Well, the villain you see, the protagonist's only friend was his cousin, who has budding antlers. And they were best friends, but then once the cousin's antlers came in full, the cousin's name is, um, Bo Bobo. <laughs> Bo Bobo? <laughs> Bo Bobo. <laughs> like, his last name is Bobo, and, like, they, his parents were like, you know, we need a first name for this child. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Let's name him Bo, so we yeah, get Bo Bobo. Yes. Is- <laughs> <laughs> this is how writers work, everyone. <laughs> Yes. Okay. This this is what they were talking about at the summer workshop about brainstorming with friends. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, Bo Bobo, uh, but once Bobo's <laughs> antlers grow in, then he becomes extremely vindictive, and he turns both um, uh, Mopley's and Musha's families against them, because when Mopley and Musha decide, well, you know, no one else is going to have us, so I guess I have to marry you, even though I hate you, because they come to that realization. That's like around the middle of the book. Then, um, then Bobo makes their families try to kill them so they don't pollute the gene pool. <laughs> <laughs> it's betrayal, you know? Jane Austen, you have nothing on me. This is betrayal of the highest so, order. So their families are trying to kill them to preserve yeah, the gene pool. to kill them. Um, <laughs> yes. Those are the main characters. And, of course, there are the family characters who are kind of the side characters and villains and mm-hmm. stuff. Okay, so what hit me with the plot of the movie? Well, how's it gonna? It's a book. It's a book. I'm sorry, the book. For, I'm hoping for a movie option, but who, I'm not who, sure how they'll do. How they'll put moose antlers and all the actors. Who who are, who are we gonna? If this were, I'm gonna interrupt you before we hit the plot because okay. who, who are we gonna cast? To play well, this these is characters? this is this is really simple. Um, you you know Celine Dion, she's gonna be Moose. <laughs> <laughs> Celine Dion. And that Actually, may- I've never heard anything she's ever done. I only hey, know her. and then we could get Josh Groban to be. I, I don't even know who that is. Josh Groban. He's they're they're both singers. That would be okay, no only <gasps> one singer in any given movie. This isn't a musical. But it could be. No, because moose sing like this. That's moose singing. But think about it. you get a hundred mooses going. <laughs> it's the bass part. The bass, bass part, and then you just have Josh Groban and Celine Dion wearing <laughs> moose antlers. <laughs> no, 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 they don't get moose antlers. And then Sean Bean could be Bobo Bo. <laughs> no, no, no. Bobo Bo is um, Tom Hiddleston because I want to stop all the girls liking him. Okay. Oh, so we we make. He needs to play an actually wicked character. So he's going to be a moose. Yes, he's he's going to have a beautiful set of antlers. <laughs> have you seen his ears? Like, we just need to Photoshop those a little bit, and we've got. <laughs> 
Okay, yeah. well, if it's a musical, then I want Russell Crowe to play uh, Moopler, because okay. he did such an amazing job in Lame Ass. <laughs> <laughs> and Hugh Jackman will be Bobo Bo. <laughs> so not only is this Romeo and Juliet with Moose, this is Romeo and Juliet meets Les Miserables with yes, Moose. Yes, because actually, partway through... Well, I gotta go into the plot now because you made an excellent point there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. He made the plot. Incident. Inciting incident is they meet when they're at Moose School. At okay? Moose School. And they hate each other. They hate each other throughout the entire course of the book, and they're, it's never made right because they're different and they don't like that. They've been taught to hate things that are different. Okay, but they embrace destiny when they realize, wait, we're freaks, <laughs> and no one's gonna marry us. We need to repopulate the earth. Okay, so, oh, okay. Embracing um, Destiny, they, they realize that the, each other they, are freaks. And they need to marry each other, okay? In between the Embracing Destiny and the showdown is when uh, Bobo Bo uh, <laughs> turns their families against them, and they go on the run to New Zealand. To New okay? Zealand. And there they have a family, they have like 20 kids, but then they have a divorce, okay? Why, why do they, what's wrong with the kids? The kids are all moose people. The like, genetic thing didn't work. <laughs> So they and have in, in, in an existential crisis, Moopler flees back to Canada <laughs> to the high trees of the beavers. Okay? <laughs> okay. Okay, and um, then you see what he does is, um, then Musha dies of a broken heart. Oh. And all her children populate New Zealand. And then <laughs> when, then, uh, when the British come, then, uh, you know, they get exterminated by uh, men, dogs, and stuff. As is the general thing that happens whenever you find a new world. At least one species gets exterminated. And in this case, it was the immigrants from Canada. <laughs> this explains so much. Yes. They could, they could evolve into sheep people. I think actually some of them did escape and uh, what if, went back to their moose wilds. And what, what if instead of... With the sheep. What if instead of having 20 kids and the kids end up being moose people, what if they have 20 kids and like all 20 of them what are sheep the air, people? If the, if the air of New Zealand made them sheep. And that's why he has the existential crisis, because he's like, Who am I? What the heck is going on? So he goes back to Canada to the high trees of the beavers. What happens then? Yes, Um. and once he's back there, then he says, Bo, 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 you were right. And he glues on a pair of moose antlers. And Bo, 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 seeing that he has moose antlers on, um, that are more impressive than his. Bo, 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 um, well, this is the part where it's, um, Close your ears, children. Bobo Bo commits suicide. <gasps> yes, I know. He he breaks off both his antlers and runs himself through on his own antlers. The highest honor of a moose. Um, wow. That's that's kind of the tr part of the tragedy of it all. But then the families of Moopler and Musha actually interbreed and they go down to America and they, they mate with the bald eagle evolving Americans. And... Uh, that's where Kingdom Pen came from. What? Okay, the descendant, the descendants of the moose people and the Ameri and the eagle people became Kingdom Pen. Okay, that makes that's no a sense. It, that it, makes, it, that's just I a shame. I can explain why it was, but I'm gonna save your line for you till the end. This makes no sense. Okay, it makes more sense when you have the whole thing. I'm trying not to give away spoilers. Okay, and Moofler, with his new wife, um, they have children, and the children eventually become the Canadians as you see them today. What's his wife's name? His wife's name, um, well, first of all, she's going to be um, enacted by, um, well, I don't want to give away too much here. <laughs> Sandra Bullock. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> or Anne Hathaway, I haven't decided yet. Okay. We'll name her Moosephilia. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so that's 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 the story in a nutshell. Wow, so they all so the story ends with them going down and breeding with the bald eagle people. And that's how Kingdom Pen happens. That's how Kingdom Pen happens. So um, can we take another short break before we discuss the t-shirt? Absolutely. We'll take a short break here from some of our sponsors who don't actually exist, and we'll be right okay, back get, after but this. If you want to be a sponsor, really, give yeah. us money and we'll give you free advertising. <laughs> give us money we'll give you free advertising. We'll be right back after this. You're sitting on your couch watching the latest episode of Doctor Who. You hear something at your door. What could it possibly be on this day like today? You set down the remote. You set down your bowl of extra crispy hot Cheetos. Slowly, you move towards the door. Grasping the cold handle between your bare fingers, you turn slightly. Peeking through the crack between the wall and the door, you see him. Shia LaBeouf. He's standing there with a grin most unpleasant. And in his hand is a box with the words Loot Crate written upon it in large friendly letters. He places the box in front of your door and leaves. You just received Loot Crate from Shia LaBeouf. What is this Loot Crate, you ponder? Upon opening the box, you find over $40 of geeky material that you were not expecting. A Batman bobblehead, a Pirates vs. Ninjas t-shirt, a Sharknado survival manual, a Tribble plushie, Marvel things, Star Wars things, you name it, you see it, all in this box from Loot Crate. Upon clicking the link cleverly provided on the Kingdom Pen page upon which this podcast is posted, you find that every month, Loot Crate will ship a box of geeky things to you. $40 of nerd heaven for $15 a month. You see with your eyeballs that every month has a different theme and that you never know exactly what you will be receiving in your Loot Crate. Loot Crate, providing you with stuff. However, nowhere on the site can you find any trace of Shia LaBeouf. Kingdom Pen Radio. I make... And all, we're back! I do all my own stunts. I, I noticed. <laughs> it's not hard to tell. <laughs> okay, so we're going to cut right to the t-shirt because apparently we're running low on time, so I'll talk really fast now and not use any periods in my speech. Yes, yes. Okay, everyone, you hear, you've heard this story. This, the ultimate Canadian love story. And, okay, whoever can come up with the best title... For the ultimate Canadian love story, we're gonna we're gonna get you a free T-shirt. I'm gonna have my people. Did, 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 did you just say a free T-shirt? No, I Daniel, didn't. You, Daniel, I didn't. You know I what didn't. we need to do now. No, no, you, you have you a lot of OEM fans out no, there. No, no, you can't make me. There you go, Daniel. It's, it's like a spirit that possesses me, and then I vomit. <laughs> it's the free spirit. It's the free spirit. <laughs> get free. I get the free spirit. That after free stuff. We're. I'm gonna try to convince my people to make a a Canadians evolved from moose T-shirt. <laughs> so, I would probably wear. <laughs> I'm gonna enter the contest, guys. All of you viewers, I am gonna enter the contest. Okay. I might be the only entry because I don't know how many of you are gonna listen. Yeah, no one's so listening. Let me, get, let me get the t-shirt. Don't enter. Let me get it. Uh, Ezra, this is the worst podcast of all the podcasts. No one's going to listen to us. <laughs> but we had a great amount of fun doing it, so it's the best podcast of all the podcasts. The yes, I'm going to make the statement now. This you is know the what? best podcast you know that's ever been created. Your co-workers are going to listen to it. No, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, they won't. Probably a good thing. Don't lie to yourself. Okay, so 
post post on the website, post on our Facebook titles yeah. for the movie. The person who has the best title, we're going to send you, if I can convince my people to do it, this shirt. And you have you have about a week, I think, until the next episode, assuming that I don't get fired. <laughs> assuming that you can find another guest. Do you have another guest lined up? <laughs> sure, of course. <laughs> well, if not, I'll just come back. <laughs> okay. Then we have eight straight episodes of just you. <laughs> Moose people forever. <laughs> Moose people forever. Okay, so send in send in your tiles. The one that makes me laugh the most will get the Canadians evolved from Moose T-shirt. And on the back, it's supposed to say sorry, right? What? On the back, like in small text near the top of the neck, it says sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to be beautiful. Okay, man. Well, I, I have to get going. Yeah. But it's been an absolute pleasure. Pope Moose, everyone. Ezra Wilkinson, King LSR on the OEN forum. That's the only place it's you are. It's been great. You're, if people, if people want to find you, you're on the OEN forum, the one year adventure novel forum, and like nowhere else. Yeah, yeah nowhere else. That's rude. I'm on Google Plus, but I don't do anything with it. Okay. So you can you can stalk my non-existent profile <laughs> on Google Plus. Well, hey, you are our first interview, and what a Thank lovely you. interview it has been. It has what been a, a beautiful tr- interview. What a truly terrible thing. Anything you'd like to say before we sign off? Um, I'd like to ask all your viewers out there: Has anyone ever heard of the Great Canadian Syrup Wars of 1993? Because oh, if you haven't, oh, no. it was a sticky business. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Kingdom Pen Radio. And that about wraps up for me. Hey, I didn't get fired, so that means I'm going to be back here next week with the author of the only Amish novel you've ever wanted to read. Take a guess who that is. The t-shirts will be available. Sign up for those, and they'll be available in the store. In the meantime, you can like us on Facebook. I'm on Facebook and Twitter, and even Goodreads. How did that happen? I don't know. Goodreads is current. That's hip, right? Right? Okay, anyway, see you all next week. Monday. Kaboom.